friends, welcome to the official podcast of Oklahoma Next Gen Leaders. This podcast exists to inspire, encourage, and ignite your kingdom purpose while equipping you to reach your potential for a global harvest. Be sure to follow us on social media and share this podcast with your friends so they can be encouraged. On today's episode, Val Hughes, an incredible educator and mentor who has a heart for the next generation's leaders, talks about how we weather the turbulence of life and navigate difficulties we face. You don't want to go anywhere, so let's get into today's episode. Here we are on another rainy day. I don't know what the day is like where you are, since this will be in a couple of days, but here it's cold and the rain is just pouring down. But I just wanted to say that I am grateful for each person that's represented on this podcast. I want to give a huge shout out to Addie and to Megan for making all this happen our social media crew, for Marky and all of her team. You guys are just simply astounding, just astounding, amazing. So I want to talk about something that I actually wrote this on an airplane back in, I think I wrote this in 21 to 2021. And I'm just now getting to record it, but I want to talk about turbulence and I want to talk about life's turbulence. Now, I don't know if you've ever been on an airplane before, probably some of you have, some of you haven't. And, you know, we don't book our tickets for a flight and say, okay, for this flight, um, It's three hours long. I would like to have turbulence for 85% of the time, please. No, we don't think about turbulence when we're booking a flight, but we get on the flight and usually, sometimes, for me it is, the pilot will come on and say, okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, we got mostly clear air, but it looks like there's going to be a couple of pockets up ahead that we're clear. We're flying through clear air, but there's going to be a couple of pockets where things might be a little um, rough air or a little choppy. And I always just kind of start gritting my teeth like, oh, Lord, oh, Jesus. Um, Because I like to fly and I don't like to fly. So during this podcast, I'm going to tell you some of my, my cheesy turbulent stories, and I hope you won't turn me off just because I'm talking about cheesy things like turbulence. But if you've ever been on a flight and there's been turbulence, you know that when it's happening, it's anything but cheesy at that moment. It's intercession. It's praying. It's, oh God, we're going to die right here in the middle of the air. Now, I was on a flight from San Francisco Late at night, we were taking a red eye. We were on a flight from San Francisco to Atlanta. 
and we were trying to get to journal conference and I think it was St. Louis and the flight was bad. It was really, really bad with turbulence. And on that flight, the Lord told me to do something really strange. He told me to research turbulence so I would get rid of the fear. Now, this podcast could be about fear, but I'm choosing to go in a different direction. I'm choosing to go in a different direction because of what I feel like turbulence represents when I'm on an airplane. So I thought, okay, Lord, that sounds a little bit crazy. You want me to research turbulence and I don't have any Wi-Fi. So of course, you know, we just had to, I just had to make it through. And once I got on the ground that night before I went to bed, you can bet that in my hotel room, I was researching turbulence and I found out some really amazing things about turbulence. I found out that planes are built to withstand so much outside pressure because the inside cabin is pressurized. And so otherwise it would just be a squash tin can. If you're getting ready to fly and this scares you in Jesus name, you won't be scared. (laughs) But when they pressurize that cabin, it holds that cabin from being squished. And to start off with, I just want to say that our lives have been designed by God to withstand much more turbulence than we even realize because the Holy Ghost within us must be greater than the turbulence we feel on the outside. And sometimes we feel like we're going to be squished like a little tan can up in the sky, but really We've got the spirit of the almighty God living within us. When we received the Holy Ghost, we didn't receive just a a little junior version. We received the only Holy One, the spirit of God, the same spirit that was, you know, walked on the earth. He was God. He was man. I'm not going to get into all that right now. But um, when we have the Holy Ghost, we have got something that's amazing. You know, we have a treasure in earthen vessels. So back to my research. So planes are engineered for turbulence and basically turbulence is just a change in wind speed or wind direction over a surface. So it just like if we were in a car and we had some bumps, some speed bumps or some um, potholes, or if we were on a boat and we were sailing over rough waves, that's just like turbulence. It's just like rough waves out in the sky and if they know it in advance, they can go higher, lower, you know, around it. But sometimes the only way is just through it. Now, what I found out was comforting. And I found out that no aircraft has ever crashed due to turbulence. None. There hasn't been a crash due to turbulence. Now, recently, there were people that when they got to the emergency landing, they were hurt because of severe turbulence. And in Jesus name, I'll never be on one of those flights and neither will you. But no plane has ever crashed because of turbulence and the pilots that have flown. So if they've flown for 10,000 hours, which I think 10,000 flight hours is the bare minimum to fly commercially in that 10,000 hours of flight, they have only encountered five minutes of severe turbulence. Now, all of you math geniuses out there can figure out that percentage. But it's really, really low. So five minutes of severe turbulence for every, for at least 10,000 flight hours. You know, turbulence is unavoidable 
And again, they've built the planes to, they've engineered the planes to withstand it. And we all want a smooth flight. And I'm as surprised as anyone else when the flight in, encounters turbulence, you know, clear air. Sometimes it's just a pocket. I remember one time we were on a flight from Dallas to London on our way to teach in Europe a few years back. And literally we had left, I think Dallas and everyone else was just sleeping. I was the sentry. I was the one that was wide awake because the seatbelt sign was on for almost 90% of that nine hour flight. And I just have to tell you, the flight was terrible. I couldn't even figure out why everyone else was just sleeping through it. And I was just sure that that plane was just going to fall into the white abyss of Greenland. We would never be seen again. And surprisingly enough, we finally made a safe landing at London. And there's some other flights that are forever etched in my turbulent trauma brain. Um, but two were really turbulent. And I'm going to say that they're going to keep that status forever. So one was the red eye from San Francisco to Atlanta. And another was a quick flight from Oklahoma City to Alexandria, Louisiana. And the stewardess actually got knocked down during the rough air. And then she just went and strapped herself in the jump seat for the remainder of the flight. And I remember that day was really stormy and severe spring storms. So I'm sure you're tired of all of my cheesy flight stories. But, you know, we are talking about turbulence, so we have to have some, right? So if you've flown it all, you're going to have some memories as well. Because if you fly, turbulence is just going to happen. So we have to ask ourselves, so what does that mean for life? If we live long enough, life is going to get turbulent. And... Again, you know, sometimes the pilots will make an announcement for rough or choppy air and say they're going to try to avoid it. But with our lives, God did not design us to stay safe, to stay safe in the harbor. He designed us to be out at sea um, or for our analogy here, high above the friendly skies. Right. And so what happens when we sense turbulence? We tense up and we grab the armrest you know, make our arms, our fingers white, and we turn up worship music, or we just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus on repeat, right? And when I wrote some of this podcast, I was on another turbulent flight from Houston to Pensacola to take my mom to see my sister. And we had left late due to storms. And, you know, it's always, it's always like when they call the flight attendants back to their jump seats, you know that there's some rough air ahead. And so again, when the flight attendants are called back to their jump seats in our lives, you know, we just expect smooth sailing throughout life, but you really can't grow with smooth sailing. And it's hard for me to learn to pray and to trust God when my life is only the smoothest of times, because sometimes God sends turbulence, allows turbulence. Yes, I said allows turbulence in our lives for us to pray, because if we just have smooth sailing, you know, that's going to keep us distracted and busy and our life is going to be just smooth and we're going to be doing all the other things. And sometimes we just quite honestly, I know some of you don't, but if you're busy and everything is good, sometimes those are the days that, you know, you don't have to pray as much as if, if the turbulence is so bad that it's knocking you to your feet and you need to go get strapped in again. James Chapter one, verses two, three, three says, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Ugh, that verse, the testing of your faith produces patience. So we could say that turbulence produces 
patience with the Lord. It produces things that nothing else can produce. Now let's look at some other Bible characters who thought their lives would be smooth. And it turned out, nope, they had a lot of rough air. Um, any Bible hero you think of had a lot of rough air to deal with. Joseph, you know, thought he had smooth sailing. He had the dreams. His brother's going to bow down to him. And it was like, oh, this is the life. I mean, my brothers are going to make me their king. And then what happened? Turbulence. He got thrown into a pit. He was left to die. His brother sold him to become a slave. And every time he thought, okay, okay, it's over. I can quit gripping this armrest. You know, it, it's going to, it's going to line out now. Um, probably hit another bump in the air and up and down they went one more time. David is another one. He was anointed to be king and then forced to run from his life from a man who wasn't even serving God. But get this, God allowed Saul to remain the king of Israel for 38 years. And David had to just run. Saul was a king. Um, he started out great. And then you can read the story. You know, the story ended up really, really badly. But David, I mean, living in caves and running for your life, I would say that's turbulent. I have to always remember that the children of Israel and Egypt dealt with turbulence for years. And the Bible says that the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. So when Moses was going and saying, let my people go, God was the one that was making Pharaoh's heart hard. So you have to remember that the planes are designed to handle more turbulence than they're ever going to see. And, you know, in our little finite minds, it doesn't make any sense that God would harden Pharaoh's heart and make things even worse. But what we have to realize is that God always has a plan. Isaiah 48 10 says, I was chosen in the furnace of affliction. Now the furnace of affliction is a good analogy of me in the air when the plane is just bopping around going crazy. And then Psalm 12 says, I am silver tried and purified. Job 23, 10. God knows the way that I take. And when you have tried or tested me, I shall come forth as gold. So God had a plan for Joseph, but he had to learn to lead as a slave in the palace. And then he had to be lead as a prison tr trustee before he could even lead the nation of Egypt through the famine. Because guess what? God had a plan for the Israelites during their turbulent years in Egypt. The Egyptians basically funded the wilderness church and gave them the materials for their tabernacle in the wilderness. I mean, the Israelites were slaves. They didn't have gold. They didn't have bronze. They left with bread that was flat. That's all they had, just their clothes and some bread that probably wasn't, didn't even taste very good. And so no precious stones for an ephod or a gold leaf or an overlay of a golden candlestick. I mean, how else were they going to have the materials they needed for the church house in the wilderness? Psalm 34, 19 says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers out of them all. Isaiah 50 and verse seven says, I need to set my face like a flint. Now setting your face like a flint requires a plan for turbulence. On long flights, I've got a plan. I have a set of scripture cards that are easy to read um, and reread while I'm listening to worship music and my little, um, my AirPods. 
And I have to decide beforehand, though, how I'm going to handle that turbulence. And I have to have a plan ready for those days when life gets a bit out of control. You, you can actually get those cards on our website. When our lives are turbulent, it might be that God is talking to us and trying to get us aligned to his plan and his purpose for our lives. Now, that's crazy because if, again, if our lives are smooth sailing and there's no turbulence, then sometimes God has to allow something to happen to get me to come back into alignment to his plan and his purpose for our lives, just like he hardened Pharaoh's heart. Jeremiah 32, 42 says, the Lord brought the calamity on the people that he would bring the good when it was time. Now, God is not our genie in a little bottle performing our wishes for life. If you've ever told the Lord, I'm yours, I'm surrendered to your will for my life. And, you know, those altar services where we're just like, oh, God, you know, I'm yours forever. And then when things happen, we wonder what in the world is going on. Um, we have to remember that Jesus sometimes sends turbulence, just like when the disciples were on the water and Jesus was asleep in the boat. When God allows us to wander around the wilderness due to our unbelief, trouble and turbulence is going to bring this awareness to our lives that we have to depend solely on God to make it through those storms. And somebody today needs to understand that if you're trying to, you know, depend on your own strength, if there's turbulence and you're, you think you've got this and you can do this yourself, you're, you know, I know my own will is stubborn sometimes and I want to just get out of the mess. <clears throat> but if life is turbulent, be sure that you've resubmitted your life to God and that he is truly the Lord of your life. And when you have turbulence, just remember that God, he is going to come through. He is going to come through for you. Okay, so I'm going to give you that website. It's kingdomadvanceministry.com. And if you'll go to the resources, so kingdomadvanceministry.com, go to the resource page, and there's some things there for you. If things are kind of out of control right now, things don't feel all that great, just remember God's in control. Your plane was built to withstand more rough air than you think it was. If, if God is firmly in control of your life, then you have nothing to be afraid of. I love each of you. I hope you have got all of the next gen dates on your calendars. So go to next gen Oklahoma next gen on Instagram and on Facebook and check out those dates because we want to see you. We want to see you at the grounded conversations where we can sit and talk and you can talk about the turbulence that's in your life and, and what you do to come through those rough days. So let's be vulnerable and honest together and so that we can overcome and we can live lives that we are living out our purpose because for next gen, we want you to ignite your kingdom purpose. That is our goal with next gen for you to ignite your kingdom purpose. So whatever that is, run toward it, go for it. We love you and just believing the best for each of you. Thank you for listening with us today. Make sure to subscribe to the Oklahoma Next Gen Leaders podcast and social media so you can stay up to date on our newest content. Until next time, we pray this episode ignites something within you.